Another Sunday where we get to meet and gather and praise God and worship Him and you know I love all the energy and the vim that y'all brought. Please bring the same energy and vim to the word, right? He's so annoying. Anyway. <laughs> um today we are going to be speaking on the topic of um identity. Um Y'all gonna have to help me out, okay? <laughs> I'm not a renowned preacher slash teacher or anything like that, so I expect help from you all. Uh, can we do that? Can y'all help me out? Alrighty, alrighty, alrighty. So we're speaking on the topic of identity. And I want, do we have another microphone somewhere? Okay. So I'm going to ask a question. How much time I got, Katie? Okay, because y'all took long today. But um, I'm going to ask a question and I want some of you to answer. And please don't hesitate. Um, the question is, who do people say you are? Who do people say you are? Some girl that talks too much. Okay. <laughs> I love I love the honesty from that. <laughs> I think Francine has one. Um, sometimes people say I'm quiet. Quiet. Thank you. or annoying. I want to hear from the guys. I don't know why that microphone is in somebody's hoodie, but um, yeah. I think we can remove it. <laughs> Matter of fact, you answer. Since you placed it in a hoodie, who do people say you are? Quiet. Quiet. My guy that's doing this. I forgot your name. What's, what's his name? Daniel. Daniel. That's my you won't be talking to me. What's, what's up? Nothing. <laughs> Who do people say you are? I'm chill. Chill. All right. Yeah. Another guy, please. My boy right here. What's your name? Emmanuel. Emmanuel. Who do people say you are? I'm good. Good. I like that. Any of the girls? Some people say I argue too much. You argue too much. I love the honesty. I love the honesty. Who else? Pass it to somebody else. Dang! I thought y'all was supposed Love to be tough. Y'all stared at the mic? Who do people, hoodie guy? Who do people say you are? Oh, Lord. Bring it out, bring it out. 
three.
we attribute who we are to maybe how we've been raised or even connected to how our parents are. Because believe it or not, we pick up a lot from our parents, you know, or we attribute it to maybe things we've gone through. Like maybe someone who say they're funny. Well, they've been funny or they've been funny because maybe that's how their household is. So we attribute it to out side things. Now I want us to focus on something. Let's go to, you know what, we didn't pray, forgive me. We didn't pray. Let's pray really quick. Let's pray. Heavenly Father God, we thank you for a time like this. Um, we thank you for each and every individual within this room. We invite your spirit to come in, Father God, and we open up our hearts unto you. We ask that this message be spirit-led, and we ask that it will be a seed that is sown that will grow and germinate fruit in the name of Jesus. I, I speak to every heart in here, Father God. May you soften it that it may receive the word that you are trying to give to them in the name of Jesus. We thank you for what you have already done. Amen. 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 Let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Chapter 5. Who has the mic? You read for me. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Somebody else already there? Okay, let's have Belinda read them. Second Corinthians chapter five verse seventeen. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away, behold, the new has come. Amen. Amen. Who has heard this scripture before? Yeah. Very popular scripture. Very popular. But emphasis on old things have passed away. You cannot take the identity of Christ and also take the identity of the world. When you come into Christ, there are things that have to fall off of you. There are things that you have to leave behind. There are things within you that quite frankly has to die. They have to be, be, there has to be an end to it. You know, we look at if we look at the era that we're in, this generation that we're in, what do they call it? The social media age, right? Everything is on our phones. Everything is on social media. I mean, even banking is on your phone. You can do every, you can live from your phone. You know what I'm saying? So they call it the social media area era. There's many pros to it, but then there's many cons to it. And some of those cons is that it's 
so much easier for us to go in the way that the world is going because there's so much in our face, you know what I'm saying? If we go to IG, let's be real, everybody dresses the same way. Everybody dresses the same way. There's the same hairstyles, the same kind of nails, the same kind of shoes, the same kind of haircuts, the same kind of everything because everybody is, is going in one direction. Everybody is following that one path. But over here, the word is telling us otherwise. The world is telling us that we have to put some of these things aside and we'll dive more into that. Um, there's a scripture that says something along the lines of we cannot serve two masters or else you will love one and hate the other. And I know people will be like, I mean, I don't hate God. You know, that's kind of, that's, that's a bit extreme. You know what I'm saying? To say that I hate God because maybe I don't do the things that he always asks of me. Right? But if we um, continue on, on the path of the world and we continue to identify ourselves with the things of the world, it is opposite of God. So if God tells us to love, but yet the world tells us to think about yourself, it's all about you, baby. Don't think about nobody else. It's you, this year, I'm cutting everybody off. It's 2023. <laughs> I'm gonna focus on me. I'm gonna be selfish this year, basically. Have we heard it? We've heard that before, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure of it. But the, the the word tells us to what? Love your neighbor as yourself. I think it's the second commandment. If I'm not if I'm not mistaken. So we see that there is a division here. There's two different things that are being preached. And if you love someone or you love something, do you not take heed? If you respect someone and you love them, do you not take heed to what they say or what they do? If you have a parent or a grandparent that you love so much, if they come to you with advice, you're more prone to take heed to them or listen to them because you have this, this love, this respect, this reverence, and this honor for them. But we don't do that with God. Many of the times we don't do that with God. We give our honor and our reverence and our respect and our love, quite frankly, to what is opposite of that, the world or whatever it may be. Your choice to be anything but faithful to God is hate to him. The truth ain't easy. <laughs> the truth is very hard to digest sometimes. Cause even me, when I was when I was, you know, writing this, I was like, dang, this convicted my tail. You know what I'm saying? So your choice to be anything but faithful to God is to hate him. You cannot call yourself a child of God, but you represent something totally different. Amen. Um, let me go back to the scripture. 
2 Corinthians 5, um, 17. And I want to draw an emphasis on the word become. Become. Um, can someone look up that definition for me? I know y'all got your phones on you. Somebody look it up real quick. And if you have it, shoot your hand up for me. All right, read me the um, definition now, please. Begin to be. Thank you. God bless you. To begin to be. Something has to die in order for something to be born. Or there has to be an end to something for something to begin. Like even, you know, when I um, wrote this, the image that came to my head is even when a baby is born, what is it that is cut off? The umbilical cord. You know, it was suitable suitable for that baby in the time when it was in the womb because that's what the baby needed at that time. But when the baby came out, we have to cut, you have to cut the umbilical cord because it's no longer suitable to them. Now, their environment was within the belly of the mother in the water or the amniotic sac, because that's what they call it, but let's say water. In the water, but now they have come out, their environment is here in this world. And the same thing applies to us as Christians. Before, <laughs> when we didn't profess ourselves as Christians, we were in the world. You know, that's even, I think that's even why the Lord tells us to give grace. Because they're in the world. That's what they know. That's what they understand. That's their environment. So they do the things of the world. But now that you have come, now that you are calling yourself a child of God, now that you have given yourself over to God, there has to be a change. There has to be a flip. Amen? Amen. So the old things must pass away. Things that, the, the, the things that God tells us to let go of, it must die. So you know, there's, a, there's something that is going on that's very popular, popular now. The, what is it called? Your sign. I forgot what it is. Your zodiac, thank you. Your zodiac sign. And you know, each zodiac sign has their, you know, little characteristics and attributes attached to it. I'm a Virgo, you know, so Virgos are this, that, 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 that. So this is what I am. You know what I'm saying? And it, we kind of give ourselves excuses to act, to cut up because we're a Virgo or da da da, da which is demonic anyway, but we won't get into that conversation. But anywho, <laughs> um, you know, but th that is what the world teaches us. To be who you are. Just be. And if you don't know, that's actually the doctrine of Satan. To just be who you are. Do what, what, do what thou wilt. That's the doctrine of Satanism. But guess what? What we don't know is that the world is tricking us into that. Do what thou wilt. So, we dress how we like, right? We, we speak how we like. We eat how we like. We do whatever how we like. Without even speaking to God. 
We don't even involve God in our decision making. We don't involve God in anything we do because, well, that's what the world promotes, right? But the word here is telling us that old things must pass away. That means your pride must die. You know, that means the anger issues, it must die. That means the attitude must die. That means uh, unforgiveness must die. Amen. You got something? Oh, okay. Please don't side out. Don't side out your sis, girl. But anywho, moving on. My question to you is, what is in you that you have not willed to die? And nobody can tell me there's nothing here. Because even, even the leaders here are still holding on to something. What is something that you cannot give up? for the sake of, of the cross, for the sake of God. You don't have to answer, girl, that's your business. <laughs> you don't have to answer. It's a, what, what is it, rhetorical question. But I want you to ask yourself, what is it? And you know, quite frankly, it's not easy. I'm not gonna lie. Because to live my life for 31 years, and be a certain way for 31 years, and then, you know, let's say I come into Christianity and then it's like, okay, now I have to change my ways. It's not easy. But the Holy Spirit is there. The Holy Spirit is there. Moving on. Who remembers the story of the rich young ruler? Well, your name is Akriya, right? Abna, forgive me, Abna. The rich young ruler. Can you give us a little tidbit about it? Now, pass her the mic for me, please. Thank you. Um, so basically, the story was um, it wasn't very long, but um, this rich young ruler um, came to Jesus and was like, um, Lord. I believe, like, how can I make it into the kingdom of heaven? Mm -hmm. um, and Jesus basically said, um, like, have you been following? Because I think they were still under Mosaic law at that time. And so um, he was like, have you basically followed the Ten Commandments? Right. Do you honor your mother and father, this, this, and that? Right. And he's like, yeah, I've done all that since I was young. And then he's like, okay, good. Now basically go and sell everything you have and follow me. And the rich young ruler basically just walked away really sad after that Listen, because he couldn't let go. He was not trying to give up them riches, okay? I low-key don't blame him, but yeah. He was not trying to give up the riches. You know, Jesus asked him. You know, I mean, he mentioned that he had been following all the laws. And Jesus didn't argue, so I believe he was telling the truth. But... There was one thing that was holding him back from becoming an actual follower, from becoming an actual disciple, from becoming an actual worshiper of God, and that was his riches. And man's was like, hey, well, I, I guess I'm just gonna follow the laws and keep moving then, because I can't let go of my riches. But a lot of us are like that. 
Riches does not have, it does not have to be money. I was talking to myself the other day, I said, Theo, you addicted to IG. Because every single day, just like this, every single day, do you know that even the phone can become your riches? It can become your God over God. It can. And that is why I put the question to you, are you willing? Is there something that you're willing to let go of or die for? Or let die, not die for, but to let die. Now, if um, I want to share another story, which is in contrast with that. The widow who gave. So there's a widow who gave her, they call it mites, very small amount of money, two mites who gave. And mind you, there were other people who were giving a whole bunch of money rich folks they were giving money and all kinds of treasures and whatnot but the woman came and she gave two mites but that is what was recognized by god it's not about the amount it's not about the quantity sometimes it's really the quality and i believe the reason why she was even recognized her, her giving was even recognized, or her sacrifice was even recognized, was because of her heart. She didn't have anything else. Compared to the rich young ruler who had much, but was not able to give. But this woman was poor, and the widow, so she didn't, you know, when in those times when you were a widow, you ain't got squat. You ain't have nothing. You're poor, because you don't have a man to provide for you. She gave her two mites, and that is what was recognized. So it was about heart posture and about sacrifice. Heart posture and sacrifice. 